This is a news laundry and Roly Pulse podcast examining the news media landscape. Roly Pulse is a digital initiative by Roly Books. Hi everyone, I am Chirag Thakkar, Commissioning Editor at Roli Books and you're watching Roli Pulse, our new digital initiative. Remember, you can check out all our previous sessions, author interactions, the videos we've been curating for you on Roli, on our YouTube channel, on Instagram, as well as on Facebook and Twitter. And if you haven't yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, please go do so right now. If you want us to put out more such content, then please show us your love, type in your comments and share this with anyone you wish to. About two weeks ago, we put forth a question to three of the finest journalists in the country, Barkhata, Tvedi Souza, and Abhinandan Sekri, if they think that television news in India is dead. And they unanimously said yes, citing structures of ownership, pressure, pressures from advertisers. Oftentimes, the government, as one of the bigger advertisers in this case, especially these days, the struggle to stay relevant, the struggle for TRPs, the huge costs to run a 24-hour news channel, among others. In response to our video, which so many of you have watched, you, our viewers, told us to also look at the other side of the debate. So here we are, since you asked, discussing the relevance and credibility of television news in today's India from the points of view of people who work in television today. And we have brought you the finest journalists on this panel. Too, we have with us Nidhi Razdan and Sahil Menghani in conversation with Abhinandan Sekri. Nidhi Razdan, as many of you know, is one of India's most popular television news anchors with NDTV India, where she is currently executive editor. She reports on foreign affairs and hosts the popular shows Left, Right and Center, as well as The Big Fight. Sahil is a news reporter and anchor with 10 years of experience in broadcast journalism. He's known for his verified series of stories on social media, most recently in the protests against the CAA and NRC, the Delhi riots and the ongoing pandemic. Abhinandan is the co-founder of News Laundry, a reader-supported independent news media organization. He's worked as producer, director, and writer in various television and film projects, including the award-winning travel show Highway on My Plate and new satire shows such as Gustaki Ma and The Great Indian Tamasha. So welcome again, Nidhi, Sail, and Abhinandan. I'll just have Abhinandan get us started with the discussion. Thanks, Chirag. Welcome, Nidhi and Sahil. So like Chirag said last week, we had two people who are starting their own ventures online. And I've, of course, done that with my partners about eight years ago. Uh, you guys are still associated with television. So Nidhi, you know, the first one to you, the reach and footprint of television is still undisputed, at least in India. I just saw a piece yesterday, an article, I think it was in the business standard, if I'm not wrong on internet penetration in homes of broadband is still not even 40% in our, in our country. So I think it's even south of 30 if you talk about just like broadband. Um, in that scenario, do we often underestimate television? What does television have going for it that no other platform does? And where can it improve if it is to keep up with the internet penetration, which is just going to go up? Well, the thing is, you know, firstly, you know, the, the conversation uh, that you had on this platform last week about whether television news is dead. I have a lot of issues with television news, which we'll get into in the next 45 minutes or so, but it's not dead. 
it's not dead simply because viewership has gone up massively after this pandemic began we have we have the numbers i got some of the data yesterday from our team and if you look at how uh, television grew television news viewership grew it was up nearly four times its pre covid size during the week ending the 27th of march 2020 four times okay and currently even now when okay the news of the pandemic has been constant and you know there's been some time that has passed it is 2.33 times its average size in terms of impression in terms of impressions which is reach multiplied into time spent so in other words there are actually more people watching television news today after this pandemic started than there were many more people so to say that television news is dead or is is irrelevant to me is a is a very flawed premise the yes the revenue models are flawed there are huge flaws with you know editorially with what many television channels do but it's very clear i think that in terms of just what people turn to uh, in times of a crisis like a pandemic for information i think television news saw its viewership grow i think with expectations people may have had in terms of just getting information what are the doctors saying what are the numbers like um what's happening internationally in fact if i i've been looking at the bark ratings also uh, over the last two months and i've seen uh, a lot i mean for what they what, what those ratings are worth that you know the bbc world's view, viewership has gone up quite a bit um maybe because more people want to know uh, as it would be natural uh, about what's happening around the world in this pandemic so i think the basic premise that you know tv news is not relevant is wrong unfortunately tv news editors need to think about what they're doing with this massive power and reach that they have which as i said is something we're going to talk about anyway so um before i come to sahil just one quick pushback that i agree with you on its viewership but surely number of people watching is not an indication of the relevance or accuracy or importance of something in the news space i mean uh, you know sudhir chaudhary and arnab and and rahul shivshankar often boast of having the most viewership but even if they get 100% of the people watching them i would still say it's dead because what they're watching is not news so my only point is does the number of people necessarily indicate the relevance of something as a news platform not just as a platform to entertain at dinner time i mean you're absolutely right i don't consider the people that you have named journalists they're not but uh, to uh, that that's that's to all of us who also been in the profession and have you know seen a, a kind of a churning like i've seen it for 21 years but you know to a vast majority of people out there they still see them as news platforms and you see abhinandan that's the scary part when there are people out there who say turn on z news and listen to what sudhir is saying and take that as the gospel that this is the news men in news may dekha so you and i may not think as professionals who been who are on the inside that this is news that, that this is entertainment or this is something it to me it's not even entertainment to me it's now just dangerous it's not even entertainment it's not funny anymore but i think to a lot of ordinary folks this 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 they turn to it as a source of news that's why i'm saying that the medium is not is is not dead it's not irrelevant because for a lot of people that is the truth they see it as a genuine source of information you and i know it's not you and i know that there's something else that's going on here that you know the dangers of propaganda machines the you know and 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 the kind of damage that they're causing not just to the profession but i think to our society i think now we have to ask some very difficult questions about 
you know what they're doing so that's why i'm saying i disagree with that uh, notion that um, it's dead okay it's, um it's, uh, it's not right for a lot of other reasons there are lots of things that are wrong with it and, and all the reasons you listed out i agree with you on those i have no argument on that right so sahil you um, you know had said that you'd like to you know talk about why the revenue model is more challenging in in the broadcast space uh but you are uh, much younger than us uh and your generation it would appear will get most of its news from tablets or or screens other than the television screen so a is the distinction between news and digital going to vanish the inevitability of that and until that happens what has your experience as a television reporter been uh, you know you you know also done a lot of reporting hmm. where is the problem and what are the uh, uh, strengths of of the news platform as well as television is concerned hmm. so i'll come to the first question uh, ever since i started uh, studying journalism we were told that uh, uh, radio replaced print to a certain extent print survived of course uh, television then ate up a lot of space uh, in the whole pie and now digital is going to replace television or is going to uh, give television a run for its money we used to hear that a lot but i think 2019 delhi rights coverage and more particularly uh, covid 19 coverage uh, led by uh, barkhadat has in a way brought us closer to the idea that the distinction between the consumption models the relevance and also the credibility uh, the gap that existed between television and the digital medium has now narrowed down uh, uh, to a great extent and covid-19 has in a way been the biggest indicator of it where i think one individual single handedly changed the narrative rather set the agenda for most of the news channels and that of course in- excludes ndtv because from day one uh, they have been uh, getting it right they have been doing it the right way perhaps the only channel where uh, <clears throat> reporters are given a lot of uh, presence even in the prime time for instance ravish uh, kumar started his show at 6 pm where reporters are in a way given the platform to go live with whatever they are seeing on the ground there's so much that at times we are not able to squeeze in what we call caps packages and and there's so much that a reporter sees on the ground but doesn't get the platform to broadcast and i think uh, that uh, show gives that amount of uh, uh, air time to the report to all the reporters who have been working on the ground so i think uh, to your first question <clears throat> we used to hear it from the beginning of my career i was told that invest a lot in your digital properties in your digital space because by the time you peak digital is going to be the main source of consumption for the viewers and also that is a place which is going to give you more satisfaction but now we are seeing it uh, actually turning into reality and this is the time particularly covid-19 and for me particularly delhi riots coverage anti ca nrc coverage before that uh, jamia violence jamia protest all these have been examples where i've actually stopped thinking about what do i need to do for the television but more about what do i need to put out on my youtube channel what do i have to put out on my instagram page what's or facebook page how, how, when you are on the ground you approaching a story what's the difference in how you approach it as a journalist whether it's going to be on digital or broadcast 
so i read a lot of uh, comments that have that come in uh, uh, on my twitter feed and i'm unapologetic about it uh, that i do factor in what many people write to me on on twitter or on other social media platforms i i go through those comments and those comments want some very particular things uh, for instance let me think of an example so that uh, i'm able to make my point clearer uh, uh, for instance when we are interviewing a politician at times uh, small chunks of interviews are put out on social media which actually plays on our channels and then there are many people who who ask you why didn't you ask the politician this particular question now journalism ethics and values if you are getting them right of course you would have asked those questions uh, but again the the there is so much scarcity of space as per as television medium is concerned that you are not able to put out the complete picture so when you are recording a few things particularly for the digital medium you make sure that you do not leave out a certain part for television rundown really drives what should go out and what should not go out if your uh, entire element is exceeding the limit of 1 minute 30 seconds 1 minute 40 seconds then you know that the less relevant newsy bit is going to go out and that might translate a message to the consumer uh to the people that perhaps this journalist didn't ask that question so when i'm recording specifically for the digital medium i make sure that i perhaps put those questions first so that at least the viewers know that he is he's got it right so this is one example where i'm actually catering to some some specific demands of of what the digital audience wants but then there are more relevant examples as well which i'm not able to think of right now but i do factor that in as per as recording something is concerned also i need to keep in mind that uh, not everyone knows about the politics and the way everything works the way i know it because we become so close to the system that we assume that people know uh, what we are talking about know that when i say special cell of the delhi police then i'm assuming that they know that special cell uh, deals with anti terror cases so when i'm recording something for the digital medium i i i i i add a line just to add some context to the report that special cell is the anti terror wing so if an accused is being being brought here then he's being looked as a terror suspect or at least being treated with the same kind of uh, uh, seriousness that one would treat a terror suspect with this is just an example i mean you should i mean that's a good example you know that i mean we assume our tv viewers by the way sir i like completely agree with you what you said about sort of uh, tv and digital because abhinandan even for tv for the, for the last few years we've decided to give priority to the web uh, even on ndtv so now our reporters are, are told you when you break the news the first thing you have to do before you do a tv ob is to write one paragraph for the web so it has to break on the web first so that shows you how important digital has become uh you know so so tv is actually secondary secondary priority now and it's driven me a bit crazy all this other stuff because you know when i joined tv 21 years ago it was just tv you just had to write a tv script and you know you were done and now you uh, i mean uh, i remember when i went and covered mr modi's visit to israel it was the first time we had started doing facebook live along with uh you know uh, the, the digital stuff was already there but uh, and and we were shooting on mojo like uh, on you know i was the only journalist there with with my selfie stick and the phone right so i am you know you're doing your own interviews then you're chopping them you're sending them then you're doing some and i was like what is this facebook live ye hai kya you know what is it so we were doing this uh, you know writing the web copies 
you know trying to chase that baby moshe who's not a baby anymore down the road and you know asking someone to help me yaar mera phone pakad le at least let me try and get i mean you know it's it's not easy to be a tv reporter uh in these times because you're actually juggling multiple platforms especially when you work for a big broadcast um uh, you know platform like we do where you you know there are there's a digital platform there is you know there's there are all these new elements that have come in so digital has become really really critical in how we work absolutely agree with sahil on that okay no so i get your point and uh, clearly um what you said you know bark ratings for whatever they're worth uh there's a huge you know mismatch between ndtv's digital ranking and yeah. your broadcast ranking yeah. so i mean it does beg the question that how credible are broadcast ranking <clears throat> uh and also i would assume if if i were an investor ndtv.com is in my view more valuable than ndtv the channel today i think even your valuation reports may say the market cap of ndtv the broadcaster would probably be less than the valuation of ndtv.com which you know may not be publicly listed but given the circumstances and the phase of internet penetration india is at where we are on the convergence of broadcast and digital yes um in my view broadcast has an immediate impact that even print doesn't like if broadcast makes a noise about something at prime time there it can be the first domino that can cause a response which a print article may not cause i mean even if it's psychological that noise forces the powers to re- respond in whatever way good bad ugly in that environment on the things that television can do to remain relevant in my view i'm not saying they're irrelevant but to remain relevant in the context of being able to do news without fear of having to compromise on um because of you know revenue considerations whether that is for eyeballs you know that the more eyeballs you get the more i can charge my advertisers or sarkari ads simple things like is there really a space in today's day and age for those 100 foot by 100 foot studios what purpose do that does that real estate serve i mean in my view when i see television studios i'm like you know i could save a few dozen lakhs right there is the way television has got used to operating whether it is real estate whether it is the use of resources whether it is the remuneration the you know television journalists are used to because of the golden years of the mid 2000s to the you know early 2010s which is when you know our production house also boomed are we kind of reluctant to understand that the game has changed we are not playing in stadiums anymore we are playing yeah you know but i agree with you and i think this pandemic in a way is going to be a turning point and it there will be a churn because i think a lot of us realize that there is so much you can do without necessarily for instance operating from that big 100 foot you know studio uh in fact to me uh, i think this has thrown up the opportunity to anchor like this i mean i anchored an entire show in the beginning of this pandemic from my house because there was a good skype connection or i, I don't remember skype or zoom it was one of the two and uh, we did it i mean you know we were able to connect everywhere uh, we have done every single show uh, using only online platforms there's been it's been a hit and miss but it's become much more stable so that ob van suddenly doesn't seem to be as necessary as it was it's great to have it there but it's not necessary in a way what you're saying about the game changing had i think that had already started to sink in when 
television started moving away from the big television camera to uh, you know mobile journalism uh, there was a reason for it i mean you know financial reasons for it as well uh, to the extent that it in a way made having a, a camera person with every reporter relevant you know and that is an unfortunate fallout of that but you know that that is what it began to come to so even we had already started for the last couple of years reporters are basically on their uh, phones but yes if it's a protest uh, if it's a situation where there's going to be a mad scrum of people then we make sure that there is a camera team there uh, and all of that but so i think i think that change had already started coming and i think this pandemic is going to force a lot of not just in the media but i think across the board mo- models will be challenged whether in the corporate world do you really need to fly to bombay for a meeting that you can do on a video conference or do you really need to spend that kind of money to fly to new york for a meeting stuff like that similarly for broadcast too i think that it will challenge us to rethink about the way we work um we we realize that for instance most of our digital team could work from home and can still do so uh, because that's the healthier way to do it it didn't really you know compromise quality unfortunately broadcast wasn't as seamless because you have to be in office to get a lot of things on air because of the technology but anchors don't necessarily need to not in my opinion if you have a good internet connection you can broadcast from home why not put a light behind me put an ndtv light behind me whatever um, because broadcast doesn't you know offer the opportunity for the subscriber base like many print you know newspapers that have gone on digital are doing or like news laundry does you know we say pay to keep news free broadcast doesn't have that it is the technology is a one way transmission it is you cannot receive anything whether money or commentary or anything in that circumstance uh, what what is broadcast to do i mean the revenue model if you say it's broken it can't be fixed purely because of technology right what are the solutions essentially the question is what are the solutions how how could we fix it i i don't think so many in the broadcast medium have the uh, intention to fix it before you need to look for solutions you need to have uh, the intentions uh, uh, to to fix what's wrong and i i don't see that intent anywhere in 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 broadcast uh, medium i'm not really sure about ndtv because again as i've been saying i could uh, sound like a fanboy of ndtv but they to a great degree have uh, stuck to as many values of journalism but uh, look all around look the kind look uh, at the television space post 5 pm beat uh, the hindi news channels english news channels or now increasingly because i consume a lot of tv even in the regional channels post 5 pm we hardly see any news it's all hindu muslim it's not a new thing that i'm seeing but i've been seeing that even seeping into the regional medium to which i, I think till the very, till very recently was at least giving uh, issues the prominence i for instance because i spent a lot of time in punjab as well uh, in 2016 in 2018 i used to see punjabi channels focusing on issues related to the people of punjab even in prime time giving people the platform to voice their concerns giving reporters the platform to explain their stories but now even that i i see recently what i've been seeing that also is disappearing but so reason, no, sorry sorry if i make the reason for that it is from my understanding is clear that you have to either get eyeballs to command a larger advertising revenue or please the government to get government ads i mean that is established i mean in that environment what is the fix i mean 
if you have to be sustainable if you know let's just give the example of the person whose responsibility is to make the channel viable mm. if the guy says the only i can make it viable is get government ads in which case this is going to be a content mm. or get private sector ad in which case i have to show that i have 10 million people viewing me every night mm. Mm. what is the fix because that person's job is sustainability not content so i mean that battle will be there within the organization so what is the fix i mean look it's going to be a mix we get the of, problem in an id world abhinandan we would all be subscribing to television news or any news the way let's say news laundry does it uh it's it, it for whatever reason i mean i'm not an expert on this because i've always been on the editorial side but i find that there is a great reluctance i have often asked our people you know would this work if you if you just went completely subscriber based say on the web and you know they 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 talk about the difficulties in doing that so you have to i mean it's in this imperfect system you have to find a way to 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 balance what you're saying uh, to, uh, to balance both it is uh, to, but to me look the only way this is actually going to change is is if every stakeholder in this system pushes back and says that this is not acceptable anymore for i'll give you an example two years ago or two or three years ago i was in some seminar in delhi where advertisers were in the room broadcasters were in the room and it was this this inane conversation where some of the advertisers got up and said you know whatever is being broadcast on some of these channels times now republic this is this is hurting the country this is is this news this is this this is sensationalism and i got up and i said but you you your ads are on their channels what what is the position you have taken and you you see in the us for example uh, there are advertisers who have pushed back when there's been controversy they've pulled their sponsorship from specific television shows uh, uh, from from anchors because there was enough public outrage about it and you know they they had to push back and and say no we will not you know we will not sponsor this ex anchor show anymore so as and as i said to them i said i said now every stakeholder has to push back and say that this is not okay so you can't sit here and tell me in a seminar that you find ex anchors uh, shows inflammatory and uh, uh, you know not journalism and yet you are the primary sponsor of that show you need to put, i i feel viewers need to do that as well i mean it it when i when i see people knowingly tuning tuning into certain channels because they find it entertaining or they somehow uh you know uh, find that it you know i i've actually heard people say to me that you know you guys are of course you're you know you're good you're credible but uh, you know usko dekhne mein maza aata hai you know you know what he's saying or i don't even need to say who i'm talking about but you you're still tuning in so the thing is i think every stakeholder has to push back in this otherwise the only way to survive frankly it is in this imperfect sort of bubble where you have to find a balance between getting money from gov- uh, from the government or governments in uh, from states uh, advertisers on the other hand and still somehow maintaining your editorial integrity nothing nothing is going to be perfect but within that system you have to find a way to survive until there is a better better system i don't know abhinandan what you think is there a better what what is the ideal way out i really don't know i i've struggled with that for years i i'll i'll come to that but let me uh, ask sahil what he thinks and then i'll show i'll give you my my i do have a very uh, specific view on to, i want to know that but great, yeah. uh, sahil as a reporter what can you do i mean the, the problem nidhi said is a real one and it's, it's a seemingly obvious one but everybody doesn't want to confront it what is the reporter doing on the ground doing? 
uh, I think reporters are already doing uh, uh, what they are supposed to. Uh, maybe yes. Uh, a question that I often ask to myself is, can I make my production better? Can I can I shoot it in a better way? For instance, can I make it more, uh, if not entertaining, can I make it more relevant to the people whom I'm making it for? Uh, these are the questions which obviously come into my mind. For instance, when I was in Punjab. uh in 2018 to record uh, for a follow up investigation of my earlier investigation done in 2016 then i donned the avatar of of a, of a sardar now that of course was necessary because i was going back to the very same hospital where i did a sting operation after which 10 peddlers were arrested and the medical superintendent was uh, shifted out so the editorial team also didn't want me to go back in the same look but that was also slightly done in a way to uh, to make it I apologetically say this entertaining. Um, yeah, there's a gimmick. There's a gimmick, a gimmick. Content, which is fine. I mean, one of the things about as an entrepreneur, I can tell you, even if you have a solid product, you want to add a gimmick, which is fine. Yeah. Yes. Similarly, in 2019, uh, I turned farmer for a day to to in a way explain uh, how six thousand rupees being given out uh, by 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 the prime minister to farmers per annum was was actually inconsequential when you look at the entire cost. Uh, which it takes to grow just one hectare of uh, of farmland. Uh, so that's that. But I think reporters, to a large degree, are sweating it out on a daily basis uh, on the ground. I think uh, the problem re- really lies with those who are taking the calls in the newsroom. And I've been pretty clear about it that yeah. reporters get you stories, but then it's your prime time anchors, it's your yeah. top editors who need to have that editorial spine. to use the reportage of your reporter and then hold the government accountable ask relevant questions and there is a lot of hesitance in in now naming the ministers for instance even if i do a story which is about uh, police laxity or police negligence uh, for instance in delhi riots throughout the day i kept beaming footage of me myself interacting with the police when asking them to go inside gambri where i myself saw a religious structure being 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 uh, put on fire uh, and then the policemen were telling me that uh, we are waiting for the additional force to come in and i was standing there for 5 hours continuously doing lives but that was my reportage was there any editor who was holding the union home minister accountable that well the delhi police directly come under you i think there is hesitance on their point uh, and that could be because of several reasons a because they are simply scared b of course because there is that sword of a uh, re- revocation of your license that's hanging and of course uh, uh, several other things that go on in in the in in the backroom channels so that's where the reporters and i think reporters are doing it fine they should not now i am what i'm seeing a lot of reporters doing right now is because their work is not being recognized because of uh, anchors and uh, prime time faces taking prominence they are now also following the same trap of in a way communalizing the inputs that they get at least on social media so instead of uh, correcting our anchors and editors because reporters are feeling so so left out they are also now in a way thinking this could be our our shot to fame so let's now play this game so i'm seeing a lot of reporters also senior reporters not the young ones they are senior reporters falling in that trap and as far as the solution is concerned i still stick to the point that before we find the fix we need to have the intention to fix it which i don't think so anyone in the broadcast medium right now is showing them very happy with the way things are going yeah, so before the fix we need to have the intent. i agree with sahil and everything you just said especially on you know ground reporters and and uh, you know look at the end of the day it is 
while i personally have become very cynical about what's happened to mainstream journalism in india and by the way it's not just tv let's not just single out tv for this if you abhinandan if you open the newspapers today you know half of them are handouts with with a couple of honorable exceptions the fact is a lot of newspapers are just putting press releases you know what made me laugh this morning was the headline in the times of india that india on india china and the and the standoff in ladakh i think it it said something about how india is basically not going to back off uh, from this uh, border standoff uh, uh, in the area where the chinese have intruded i mean what kind of a headline is that you know and yeah. i know how these briefings work you know uh, you know these off the record things that are you know given to the print media and let me tell you the print media cannot be absolved of what has happened to it and the way it has bent crawled and bowed uh, before the past that be in the last few years so let's and just for the same reasons for the same reasons for the same reasons i agree i mean the thing is that it's dangerous when people open a newspaper and they think that okay yahan to kuch authentic mila tv to pagal hai sab chala rahe hain chalo let's say hypothetically they think that right which is partly true you open the newspaper what you're getting is a, a senior official said this 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 is this is this there is no thing to like verify a claim to cross check to fact check it's uh, even in this pandemic i mean how many of how much media pushback has there been on the fact that the health ministry's daily briefing stopped or the fact that the icmr stopped being part of the daily briefings along when they were daily a very long time ago in any other functioning demo, good democracy you would have seen a pushback from the media you would have seen far more hard hitting questions on 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 our testing rates on the fact that there is a lack of transparency in the way uh, you know the government is communicating it's a one way communication on sure. that I mean, you know so the i think the print media is is equally uh, you know sort of responsible for the state of affairs that we're in so nidhi i, I agree with you and sahil one you asked me what do i think is the fix for this uh, i think a before i recommend what i think is the fix let me first say why many people including your platform will have to shoulder some of the blame of why we are where we are today and i have written this in a piece on news laundry long ago i don't know if you wouldn't have read it because news laundry was this little tiny thing that was doing its own little thing i remember often you on your show have called out when arnab had gone into the insanity zone he was well past the line but no one because we are decent people we wouldn't take names that certain other channel do this like what is a certain other channel call the guy out say it is him this is show this is what he said and for the longest time this was the problem and if i can tell you honestly this is why we set up news laundry because there was this unspoken decency which i don't think is decency it's stupidity if someone is being a jackass say he is being a jackass and this is what he said so media not reporting on media was problem one when there were networks now we have digitization of the set top boxes uh, because i have been on the business side of things ever since 99 when i quit news track and started my production now so i had a foot in both boats how people would get a favorable you know when we had cable tv and not tata sky uh, that time your cable your local cable guy could decide what channel you will be on you know what for the incentives for them every quarter either the latest phone or trips to thailand where we know what happened the most respectable channels were doing this this was a media story someone in the news media should have said this is how you get favorable billing on uh, your channel numbers no one did that story 
had these guys been called out then we would not have been where we are today the media refused to cover the media that was problem one i think the media must call out the other media and if that leads to a shitstorm and a you know cat fight so be it but without that we can't fix this but now where are we today we are today at a place where the internet allows a two way so i think this subscription thing was clear it's this is where it's going it was not sustainable the media model was not sustainable when we depended so heavily on government ads and even news organization when the going was good were happy to take those government ads today because they're not getting them they have a problem with it earlier they were happy we've done this you know spoof on news laundry of four aha bharat nirman in fact i got my niece to star in it with me as you know there was this ad baba kis flyer kisne banaya humne banaya bacche tax dekar baba ye sadak kis humne banaya bacche and then we cut to me sitting there niece and she says baba ye gadhon ka ad kisne banaya maine kaha humne banaya bacche tax dekar aur news wale yahi ad ye tax finally unke yahan ja raha hai the point is everybody took the spoils when they were coming and nobody prepared for the future which is a very desi thing to do it's very desi beta kick the can down the road like the government has done even in the lockdown but today and this is where i think brands like ndtv are well ahead of everybody the cred- you check out we are working on you know an analysis check out the engagement gets online as opposed to broadcast either other than indian express and ndtv there is no indian television news brand that is up there in the top 10 world over if one can't monetize that then one is just not looking to do it one is just being lazy it is going to require a change in how we you know in the story in how we draft that this story has taken nidhi rajdan 10 days two flights and three lakh to do you are reading it for free you think you can chip in you know for the first you know get people in who will chip in voluntary then you create a paywall then you create you know more incentives and you have a brand to do it and the brands that had that kind of brand equity and the you know uh, the kind of in billboard bright lights and did not even pursue that you know 8 years ago, have have only themselves to blame and it's still not too late but the point is that will lead to a mindset change in everyone in marketing sales distribution and it's it's just it's too much work that's a, that that's a, that's feedback look i i'll take that back and and see see i mean that that's great feedback abin and also i agree with you i mean you know uh, we always have had at ndtv this thing of not pointing fingers at our own and being sort of the nice guy who would even though the the other guy would sort of criticize us for airing a documentary on the nirbhaya rapists i remember he went crazy um you know on that so we always had that thing of turning the other cheek but i've increasingly come to believe that the damage that's being inflicted is just too too much now and you're right i mean i think the time has come to call it out but again you will be happy to know uh, and we discussed that in that earlier session with fay and and uh, barkha where i said that you know whether it is brightbart that had you know ads pulled down or i think tucker carlson had all his advertisers drop out his show was cancelled the same brands won't do it here uh, and we run a series called bloodlust tv and in that yeah, bloodlust tv we call out the brands now i don't know if it's coincidence or not but z's primary that hate mongers primary sponsor is gone and we haven't covered it because we don't have verified information yet but we are looking but another media watch website has said 
that Renault has pulled advertising from. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And I heard about we, are, we are checking if that is credible, and we work in partnership with a European group called uh, Stop Funding Hate, and and they put pressure on the European, com- you know, counterparts of the companies. They have a, more of a conscience, but that is happening here. It's so bit true. And and the point yeah. is, and this is where I you know tell my colleagues, guys, on Twitter, tag Renault. Tag Sindonite or whatever that company is, because I'm not going to Sindonite or Renault tomorrow to get ads. I don't care. But NDTV can't do it because tomorrow you have to go to them for ads. So exactly. You're so, so you're caught. So you have to commit, saying, you know what? We will say bullshit. Amity University, you are funding. You run a university, and what are you doing? You are uh, uh, sponsoring this hate mongers show. So we can imagine the kind of education you're doing. Now, Amity has been a sponsor for one of our earlier events. But when I say that, I know I'm cutting my, I'm burning my bridges. But that's okay because that is not part of my forward plan. And I think the yeah, market is right for that. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's like I said, it's not something I've ever, I've never had to deal with revenue in in this entire time. So I, 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 I would defer to those who know better. But. Um, I think that that's very valuable feedback that you've given. I think it needs to be taken back. I think you're right. It's time to think long term. The problem also is that, you know, for us, we've been we've had two sets of very big layoffs in the last couple of years, which have been very very difficult. And I think a lot of things right now we've taken huge salary cuts just in the last few weeks, up to forty percent, from ten to forty percent. They're massive cuts. So. I think a lot of the thing has just been to make sure that we're able to prevent another round of layoffs, save people's jobs, um, and so in that, when you're thinking long term, you have to be prepared to take a lot of risk. I guess with how this could play out financially for people who are already under a lot of financial stress. So I think, you know, I think that's that's the that's the balancing. It's always a balancing act. It's it's never. Yeah. A I mean, it's, it's not easy. easy. And, and, and for someone with you know forty-five uh, colleagues, it's an easier call. The stakes are a lot less. For someone with two thousand colleagues, the stakes are yeah. a lot higher. I, I get that. I get all that. But what I'm saying is, I think it. The writing was on the wall ten years ago. Yeah. And I have met the heads of all channels, including yours. And I know I've had long conversations, but at that time, no one was going to see it. Because we were talking about the time of easy money, there were you know investments coming into broadcast. No one was willing to see what's going to happen ten years from now. Closing thoughts, Sahil. As closing thoughts, as I as I started uh, with saying that uh, we used to hear that uh, that time is up for television and digital is going to take over uh, a lot of space uh, in the whole consumer market. But uh, Delhi riots and COVID-19 coverage has actually brought us closer to that idea. Uh, once again, uh, the fact that you mentioned that uh, some of the advertisers could be forced to withdraw from these bloodlust television anchors or their platforms. We just last year had an example where a spiritual guru uh, ensured that top three of a news channel actually have to. Leave the channel uh, just because they called them out, or just because the coverage was not something that the government was convenient with. With that uh, into context, I don't think so. 
in the near future broadcast is going to mend its ways if anything else it's only going to get worse because as nidhi pointed out financially there is no other alternative model and i don't think so indians are ready to pay the indian audiences right now ready to pay to subscribe to our channel um i have i've seen people while act, while while selecting channels not to go for some channel because it's costing more if it's in the same genre they are going for channels which are costing them um, much less then the channels which are costing them a lot many people are not even opting for hd channels of course i'm not talking about the upper middle class but in middle class and lower middle class families which is a huge yeah, chunk a larger, of our television consumers the chunk of of viewers sure yes right. for them every penny counts and and it's going to cost even count even more as we head into this uh, recession filled world or the aftermath of of what uh, 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 the world organizations are calling it the the worst recession that we have hit since the great recession so it's going to cost even more with with that into perspective i don't think so that in the longest time to come that we are going to see anything get better digital of course is is a way ahead and uh, the time has come for the digital takeover to set the agenda and and that's why i also since 2018 to be honest have been focusing a lot on how to tell a story digitally than to just focus it on television look we are we we all are storytellers and and the visual storytelling would remain same irrespective of the platform but it's just the relevance and also the credibility of television as a platform for me as a visual storyteller uh, has hit a rock bottom and digital's uh, credibility and also its relevance is on an upswing okay nidhi i would say that the crisis i mean the credibility crisis the media and television face today i think it's real it's there we have to confront it but i think it's not just a crisis for tv it's a crisis for the entire mainstream press and that includes print again there are honorable exceptions uh, and and i agree with sahil that a lot of the digital platforms are actually doing much uh, i i hate to use the word brave because for doing your job you shouldn't be called brave i mean for just sure. you know asking questions at a press conference or decoding data i mean i i laugh when people sometimes message me and say oh you were so brave to have asked the minister this question i'm like no वैसे भी बहुत कम ministers हमसे बात करते हैं ndtv में as you know but jab karte hain you said this so i'm like no there's nothing brave about so i'm just saying that there is a there is a bigger crisis that the mainstream media as a whole faces and actually sahil you know i have seen people who are willing to spend 1500 rupees on a lipstick who have money but who have in front of me had have balked at the idea of that 200 rupee a month subscription to a newspaper yeah if if there's a paywall for the e paper and i saw it during this pandemic that oh i'm not going to pay and i'm like do you realize that this is your only source of news uh but you know I, but they're willing like they have the money and, and so it's a mindset thing if you you know to to to, to get indian Uh, viewers now it's an economic thing as well but there are people who have money who still don't want to pay so how do you, we have, how do you get people to want to pay to realize that what they're paying for is is something that is of value you know that 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 it, that it, it that is of value and i and i think that in that lies the biggest challenge again that's not my expertise but i think editorially we have sunk to the lowest depths in television by and large uh we we know the honorable exceptions I think this pandemic has exposed that even further because at a time I, when people needed uh, credible news, information, uh, just just to know what doctors are saying, to 
to have uh, me- the media question the government on its handling of the lockdown etc if you still have the same crap about hindu muslim tablighi jamaat you know extrapolated into something else then it's bottom this pit but these guys still have the account to bark those are the guys that still have the higher ratings as you know for what those again i keep saying for what those ratings are worth you know and we are still at like some number 5 or number 6 uh as for that which you're right abinandan doesn't match up with what our digital uh, impressions show but it's a fact for at that's what sales of, teams that's what sales team wants to and that's what others say that is a currency that yeah. is being exchanged in exchange for it feels like when i for instance at 9 so we have how we divide it up 8 o'clock and 10 p.m are two prime time slots which are just news where you showcase your reporter's work 8:30s vasu's reality check which is a completely different format which is literally a deep dive investigation every single day mix of field reporting whatever 9 is meant to be okay you, you do a debate or you do like you know you take the news of the day and you try to dissect it which for the last two and a half months we've just been trying to get epidemiologists virologists getting stakeholders talking about migrants doing special half hours just on that but we're not number 1 in any of these slots right so i begin to wonder that if even in a pandemic for again i'm saying for what is worth for whatever bar now online it's different online it's like through the roof but on on tv ratings even though tv viewership has gone up to me it's very sad that that hasn't translated into more viewership for channels that are actually trying to be responsible and do just good old fashion journalism whereas this other bullshit is still getting eyeballs so so where are we so i i i'd like to end on a slightly more optimistic note um why <laughs> while um, you know what what uh, you did ask on uh, nidhi was that you know will people pay yes they will but it has to work to convince them i was told that indians will not pay for news when we set up news laundry because from the beginning he said no ads and every single investor in the country said exactly what sahil said i have data to prove them wrong um just like we convinced indians uh, hum do hamare do we convinced indians education is good for you we convinced indians dpt ke teen tikke we convinced indians polio ke do drop news is as important as each of these if five news platforms were to get together and do a public awareness drive i will guarantee you i am not saying it will be you know bigger than republic or this or that because you know the incentives for why people are funding them are different that they are not necessarily uh, you know all above it's just based on that but you will have a critical mass who can start a trend i think it's possible to do okay i would like to i'd like to be hope all right thanks sahil thanks vi thanks chirag and thank you all for watching roli pulse do follow roli books and their wonderful sessions um, which is what is called roli pulse uh, until the next one uh, have a great week and stay in those stay safe All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.